Good evening, my friends. This is Barry Cox and joining you on a Tuesday evening and having some wonderful rain today. And again, we enjoyed some great fresh vegetables from our garden and stuff. And we're just so thankful for God's blessing. And he's blessed us in so many ways. And so we rejoice to be able to share with you guys. And so so as we begin this evening, the, um, <clears throat> the, the title of giving this uh, podcast is truth or consequences can a man get pregnant <laughs> well let's begin today with scripture so hebrews 13 verses 8 and 9 jesus christ is the same yesterday today and forever verse 9 is awesome do not be misled by varied and strange teachings for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace Another scripture, Psalm 11, verse 3. When the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? As this cultural war rages around us, truth has become so relative that the truth is often just your truth or whatever is true to you. This antagonism for the truth is causing many of the foundations of our civilization to be attacked. A main target is the nuclear family and God's created order. The nuclear family is the main means of passing on the values of our civilization. This attack on the family seems calculated. You know, I've long shared the contention that many share that mothering is the most important function on earth. Currently, though, some in our culture will no longer even say the word woman because, but instead, excuse me, no longer even say the word woman, but use instead a person with the capacity for pregnancy. Even a justice of the Supreme Court cannot define the, worm, the word woman because she's not a biologist. Years ago, a leader of the organization Students for a Democratic Society that pushed the agenda for Roe versus Wade said this, quote, We in women's liberation deny any inherent differences between men and women. All of us are trapped by the society that created our roles. We are questioning the ideals of marriage and motherhood. The very society that has created these roles and values must be questioned, end quote. In Mark chapter 10, when Jesus was asked about his about divorce, his reply was a tremendous defense of the family and God's created order. This is Mark chapter 10, beginning with verse 2. Some Pharisees came and tested him by asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? What did Moses command you? He replied. They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. Verse 5. It was because of your hearts, because your hearts were hard, that Moses wrote you this law, Jesus replied. But at the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So, they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. 
Jesus powerfully defends marriage as he says, divorce was only allowed because of the hardness of hearts. He points to God's plan from creation, from the beginning, to make us male and female and unite us as one through marriage. He concludes with the emphasis that no one should separate what God has united. The attack on God's order through the family is a planned ploy to create division and confusion. The Black Lives Matter organization openly professed that one of their goals was to, quote, disrupt the Western prescri prescribed nuclear family, end quote. <clears throat> God's plan for the family creates an order and scheme to life that provides for peace and loving direction. The Apostle Paul directs a man to love his wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. A focus of the cultural war is to do away with a hierarchy of ideas derived from the Judeo-Christian ethic, such as the sanctity of marriage. Psychologist Dr. Jordan Peterson says, in order to accomplish anything, there has to be a hierarchy of ideas. Priorities must be established or we don't know what to do. Now that seems to me to be an accurate description of life. My most frustrating year in coaching and teaching was working, coaching in particular in this case, in coaching, I was working under a head coach who provided shabby leadership in terms of what our plans and priorities were. Very frustrating. Now, as belief in God has, bis has been disdained in, our, in this cultural war, particularly with the rise of atheistic critical theory, a fruit has been what J.K. Chesterton said, quote, when men stop believing in God, they don't believe in nothing, they will believe in anything, end quote. As truth has become so relative, people are terribly confused. We need to heed the warning of Hebrews 13, 9. Do not be misled by varied and strange teachings. From his experience in clinical practice, Dr. Peterson says, Quote, the people that I have seen hurt most by life are hurt by deceit. People can't handle deception, end quote. <clears throat> These observations have led him to a quest for truth. He has come to see the Judeo-Christian ethic as a source of truth. He says, quote, the Bible is truer than true. It is the precondition for the manifestation of the truth, end quote. Now, to put that more, more simply, that simply means all truth finds its source in biblical principles. Dr. Peterson says of life, quote, love is the goal and truth is its servant. Truth is a servant of reality and reality best manifests, manifests itself as love. I'm going to repeat that. Love is the goal and truth is its servant. Truth is the servant of reality and reality best manifests itself as love. What a beautiful concept. Truth is a servant of reality 
Now we, the followers of Jesus, need to serve reality and speak the truth in love so that reality may lovingly manifest itself. Well, the cultural war on truth has, has reached epic proportions, and that's illustrated by a Cal Berkeley professor's recent testimony before the United States Senate. Senator uh, Josh Hawley was uh, questioning her. He asked her, quote, you have referred several times to people with the capacity for pregnancy. Would that be women? Her reply was a lengthy description of cisgender people and their capacity for pregnancy. Well, <laughs> I was not clear of what it meant to be cisgender. I figured some others may not know it that either. So a Google search revealed, quote, cisgender is a term that is used to describe people whose gender identity matches the sex they were assigned at birth. For example, Someone who was assigned female at birth, and they call that AFAB, and identifies as a woman is a cisgender woman. On the other hand, an AFAB person who identifies as a man is a transgender man. Now, a side note, <laughs> they use their acronym AFAB probably because of how difficult and awkward it is to say assigned female at birth. Well, as Senator Hawley followed up her complicated answer that included the assertion that men could get pregnant, she declared that his questioning was transphobic and would open trans people up to violence. Well, Senator Hawley was baffled as to how his questions would cause violence so she asked him if he believed men could get pregnant. When he answered no, she said, you are denying that trans people exist and thereby you're causing violence. She went on to explain that one in five transgender people attempt suicide. Now, how can, how can truth serve reality in this puzzling scenario? Throughout the thousands of years of the history of man, it has been self-evident that a man cannot get pregnant. History has also been clear that the only people with a capacity for pregnancy are women. Yet, a professor from a highly esteemed university will not use the term woman unless an obscure adjective is added and declares that men can get pregnant. This same professor, when asked if a newly born baby has value, answered yes. Then, when asked if the baby has value prior to being born, she answered, quote, a person with the capacity for pregnancy has value and intelligence and should have the ability to control what happens to their lives, end quote. So she refused to answer the question, does the baby have value, even one day before it is birthed, and would only assert a person with the capacity for pregnancy has value and should be free to choose abortion in effect. Now, notice the extreme irony 
in the two instances. She accused Senator Hawley of causing violence to trans people by simply questioning if a man can get pregnant. Then, just moments later, she was totally oblivious to the fact that if a woman chooses to control what happens to her life by choosing abortion, then a baby's life will be violently ended. Now, this same professor also teaches critical legal studies or critical race theory at Cal Berkeley. Another thesis of critical race theory is called intersectionality. It adds power to victimhood. Now, according to this thesis, no individual can be adequately identified by membership in a single group. For example, a black person may also identify as a woman, a lesbian, a feminist, a trans, and so on. Now, this intersectionality gives a person greater moral authority according to critical race theory. The more categories of oppression a person falls under, the more moral authority they have to speak. Now, this has led to the creation of communities of virtuous victimhood that includes women, LGBTQ+, people of color, Muslims, pagans, undocumented workers, the poor, etc., etc. So, when an oppressed person speaks, they, according to critical race theory, have more moral, more moral authority than a person who is an oppressor. And a black woman, lesbian, who is poor, has more moral, moral authority than a, simply a black man. Now, in contrast, a heterosexual white man has no moral authority because of they are oppressors. If the white man becomes woke by seeking to end white supremacy and joins the effort for social justice, then he may gain some moral authority. For critical race theory, the experience and stories of the oppressed are considered authoritative over any attempts at logic, reason, or the facts of a situation. Now, the proponents of, of CRT, therefore, seek to control the narrative when racism is discussed. So, the facts or other side of the story may be counseled or severely protested to prevent freedom of thought. As we've seen before and talked about, you know, they just shout people down, let them, let him, let them express their thoughts. Now, the, and the power of this tact to counsel things or to protest uh, is multiplied. The power of that, uh, that, that strategy is multiplied by the legacy media who has often supported that. Now, here are some examples of the facts of a situation that have been ignored by critical race theory. Blacks die of homicide at 13 times the rate of whites between the ages of 10 and 34. Why? Data shows that blacks die of homicide at such high rates because of the black-on-black -black murder rate. Now, with all the concerns of Black Lives Matter, this, this fact of life in our country is hardly addressed at all. Another fact that is that is ignored is, uh, and this is a quote from the Washington Post, 
Well, it's a, it's statistics from the Washington Post, excuse me. Another ignore fact, fact is that according to the Washington Post database in 2019, there were 26 white people shot by police who were unarmed compared to 12 black people. In 2020, 24 unarmed white people were shot by police and 18 black people. So the total over two years is 50 whites and 30 blacks. Yet some say that there is an academic of unarmed blacks being shot by the police. Now, in our country, there are 800,000 law enforcement officers and violent crime has escalated tremendously in, in our day. Now, with the difficult job the police have, do these numbers indicate rampant recklessness or do they seem to show that the, the police have acted with restraint? Critical race theory also teaches the premise that the more oppressed someone is, the less moral responsibility they have for their actions. Therefore, an oppressed person who breaks the law may not be held responsible. The drugstore chain Walgreens said in October of 2021 it would be closing an additional five stores in San Francisco, bringing the number of shutdown locations to 22. The closures of the stores were due to organized retail theft. Theft in the Bay Area had risen to five times the national average for Walgreens stores. Yet, often these crimes, and this is not just in San Francisco, often these types of crimes are not addressed at all as many district attorneys around the country do not hold criminals responsible for their actions. My one of my favorite thinkers is Thomas Sowell. He's he's a black economist and a, uh, author of numerous books. He said this quote: "Have we reached the ultimate state of absurdity, where some people are held responsible for things that happened before they were born, while other people are not held responsible for what they themselves are doing today?" End quote. Now, clearly, these varied and strange teachings are attacking the foundations of our faith and our civilization. However, as we saw from Scripture, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. His truth enables us to have our hearts strengthened by grace. Let's close with this promise from Isaiah 42, verse 16. I will bring the blind by way they did not know. I will lead them in paths they have not known. I will make darkness light before them and crooked places straight. These things I will do for them and not forsake them. Let's close in prayer. We thank you for this amazing promise. And Lord, as it seems that Many of the foundations of our faith and our culture are being attacked and destroyed. We hold on to this promise. Lord, lead us in paths. Lord, make darkness become like light. Lord, send forth your light. Lord, you call your people 
a city set on a hill and the light of the world. Lord, I pray that, that we as your people would truly be the light of the world and we would shed light on the on the darkness of some of these crazy ideas that are that are permeating our society. So help us, Father, for your name's sake, we pray. Amen. Well, thank you for, for listening, guys, and hope you'll share this with anyone that you feel like would be blessed by it. And uh, God bless y'all. Have a wonderful week.